Welcome to Worship in the Word. Uh, today we're talking about uh, some of the last words of David, and we're turning to 2 Samuel chapter 23, verses 1 through 5. Now these be the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, said, and the man who was uh, raised up on high, the anointed of God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel said, The Spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. The God of Israel said, The rock of Israel spake to me. He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. Okay, hold on here. Um, so we see... Here, uh, David uh, speaking his last words, and uh, uh, he says, first of all, that God raised him up on high. Uh, he was uh, the lowest of his brothers, uh, and uh, son. he was the son of Jesse, but he had other brothers that were... Uh, that were very qualified, I would say, um, but and maybe they were bigger and and stronger and better looking, um, but there was something special about David, uh, and he was uh, he was many things. He was he was a tremendous fighter. He's the one that that uh, when other when his brothers. Uh, were afraid to go up against Goliath. Uh, David said, um, uh, I'll go out in the name of the Lord, he said, in the power of God. And he went out with his slingshot and he hit uh, Goliath right up in the temple and uh, knocked him down and then uh, uh, he was able to kill him. It was a great victory. And uh, so... Uh, but he describes himself as the anointed of the God of Jacob. So the anointing is is really the presence of the Holy Spirit. Uh, anointing in the beginning was when they they took the oil and uh, poured it on Aaron's head. He was the high priest, and he began to minister. Well. Uh, it, that was the type and shadow of where the the Spirit of God could rest upon David. And uh, he was a prototype uh, of, uh, really, he's a type of, of Christ, but he was also a type of, of what we can be when we yield ourselves to God. We can have that self-same anointing of the Spirit of God uh, Jesus said, I, I will be with you and I will be in you. 
and that's uh, he's the giver of the Holy Spirit. And uh, then he also described himself as the sweet psalmist of Israel. Uh, there was a time when, uh, early on, when David was called upon to play his instrument, it was kind of like a guitar, an early guitar or a stringed instrument that he played, uh, and it uh, uh, he would play it. Uh, he, I would imagine that he played it when he was a shepherd, and uh, I've, you, there's a lot of uh, beautiful things on the Internet with animals where people are playing instruments, and the animals love to come, and the sheep, uh, come and and listen to somebody playing. I could just when I saw that I was thinking about David, how how he would play for his sheep. He actually was playing for God. He's worshiping God, and and uh, it, uh, the worship brought joy uh, to and peace to those around. And and so when he played for King Saul, uh, he was able to calm him and quiet him. Um, but that's how he described himself, uh, and we're going to be reading from Psalm 142, which was the psalm that he wrote when he was in the cave of Dullam, and that, that was the cave where he took refuge when Saul uh, uh, ultimately decided that he had to get rid of David. He had to kill David, and so even though David had been anointed by Samuel as the king of Israel. Uh, he had to go through a whole lot of things uh, before he reached uh, the pinnacle that uh, said he was raised up on high. And God wants to raise you and me up on high but in the process, we may have to go through some things, and, and these things are meant to cleanse us, to purify us. And this is the whole uh, journey of teshuva, the journey of a repentance is when we confess to God those things that are impure in us and ask him to, to cleanse us. So let's continue on in the word here. And he shall be as the light of the morning when the sun Rises even a morning without clouds, as the tender grass springing out of the earth by clear sh shining after rain. Okay, he's talking about this is the way, uh, this is the perfect world when Messiah comes. Uh, yes, Jesus was the Messiah, he came. Um, uh, first as a suffering servant, and he's coming again. Uh, we're, we're, we're real close to his second coming. Uh, every preacher that I know, every uh, saint of God that I know, feels it, uh, uh, has an understanding that we are real close and that we're, we're this is why we're doing this podcast, is to reach out to every soul uh, so that you can make and spend eternity with God. And, uh, and it's, it's going to be a beautiful, uh, be a light of the morning when the sun riseth and the morning without clouds and tender grass springing out of the earth by clear shining after rain. It's, it's like a perfect, perfect scenario. 
Uh, and that's the way it is uh, where we come, when we come to God, it's, uh, we don't reach the, uh, the fullness of perfection in this life. We have a taste of it, but believe me, folks, uh, being with Jesus in this world is better than anything you can find in the world. And, and on top of that, he has promised us eternal life with him. Let's read this last verse there. Although my house be not so with God, yet he hath made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things, and sure, for this is all my salvation and all my desire, although he make it not grow. Okay, David is saying right now my house is not completely perfect. It's not everything that that uh, he's going to make it to be. He told that David, uh, there was a, a prophecy, and Nathan the prophet spoke to David, said, out of your seed is going to come uh, the Messiah, and, and there's an everlasting covenant. So uh, David thought it was King Solomon, uh, but it wasn't. It was on down the line in Hebrew, uh, a seed could be uh, your first son or it could be the son of the son of the son of the son. Uh, way on down the line, when Jesus came, uh, he came out of the tribe of uh, Jesse, and uh, it was a fulfillment of the prophecy. Uh, and uh, it was it's an everlasting covenant. Uh, he said, even though it didn't happen in his lifetime, that there was a promise of God. And so uh, we have a promise of God that even though we cannot uh, reach total perfection in God in this life, we can be on a journey where we are continually growing and can continually uh, becoming closer to him and the Bible says that when he comes, we're going to know him because we're going to be like him. So we can be like him, and and we can be positioned to be uh, with him for all eternity. Praise God. And, and the decision rests with us. Now, uh, part of the last words of David, I want to read his psalm that he wrote from the cave of Dullam. Uh, this is uh, when uh, one of the worst times of his life, when when his life was threatened, he saw destruction all over. And this speaks to you and me, uh, because maybe right now you're in the worst time of your life. Maybe maybe you've been diagnosed with cancer. Maybe you lost a loved one. Maybe maybe you're addicted to something. There's there's some kind of a thing in your life that's causing you uh, distress and discomfort. And uh, uh, I want to read what David wrote. And, and when he was in this uh, uh, cave of Adullam, he wrote this psalm, and he read it, I believe, uh, to all of his 400 men that were with him there. And... Uh, so, and this was a type of the church. It's a, it was a refuge. So let's read this uh, psalm and, 
And we're going to equate it to us right now. Go ahead. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. With my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. Okay. So we're we're putting out our complaint to God. God, you know, I I, I didn't, you know, you created me. I'm in this world, and it's a it's a mess. Uh, why did this stuff happen to me? Why am I in such trouble? Okay, go ahead. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me. Okay, his spirit of David was overwhelmed. He did. What am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? How am I going to deal with this? This is just too much for me, God. Then thou knewest my path in the way wherein I walked. Have they pri privily laid a snare for me? Okay. The way I was going, the enemy of my soul laid a trap for me. Okay, go ahead. I looked on my right hand and beheld but there was no man that would know me refuge failed me no man cared for my soul i cried unto the unto thee o lord and i said thou art my refuge and my okay so he looked david uh cried out to god he said man i'm looking all over and i don't find anybody to help me but I'm I'm making you my refuge. See, his they were they were all together there, uh, seeking refuge from the destruction of the world. And we today we look at the destruction in the world. We look at uh, things that are happening politically, economically, uh, and and we just don't know what's going to happen. But we have a refuge in God. Go ahead. I said, Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. Attend unto my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecute persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Okay, so he's saying here, Please, Lord, attend unto my cry. Uh, I'm, I'm low. I, I'm, I'm feeling really low. I don't know what to do. The the powers that be seemed stronger than what I am. I, I'm having a hard time standing up against all of this stuff. Okay, go ahead. Bring my soul out of prison that okay. I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal bountifully with me. Okay, so um, we see that... Uh, uh, he, David's asking, he feels like he's in prison. He's, he's locked in. He doesn't know what to do. He's, uh, life has seized him up. And uh, he said, help me out so I can praise your name, O God. And, and uh, he said that the righteous shall compass me about. And so we, we see um, if, uh, that David had these 400 men and these men that were discontented and 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 had all they were distressed and everything uh, with David uh, they they became great warriors for righteousness 
and and they became an army of 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 right of uh, thing doing right. And this is a type of the church. The church stands uh, as the anointed ones in a world that's 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 uh, uh, against itself. They're they're confounded. They're 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 enemies of themselves. The Bible says they they're just self destructive and and destroying you in the process. But but when you enter into the refuge of God, then you're entering into a refuge of other people. Now they might be people uh, like the people of David. You know, we when we come into the church, we're we're broken vessels. We're 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 broken. You know. You, you think, well, you're not good enough to be in the church. Well, it isn't about being good enough. It's about he's the only one. Jesus is the only one that's good enough. Uh, and he, he's the one we follow, but he's he's the one that will transform you. He's the one that will save you. He's the one that will lift you up like he did David, praise God, and and, and he will anoint your life. There will be power and beauty in your life. Praise God. Thank you for listening to us. God bless you today. If my people which are called by my holy name will humble themselves and seek my face, if they pray, if they pray, if they pray,